The Lead Story is proudly brought to you by Alex Forbes. Alex Forbes, insight, advice, impact. I'm joined by the Minister of Industrialization and Trade, Lucia Ipumbu, who engaged their counterpart from Venezuela, aimed to enhance trade and economic cooperation between the two countries. What areas of trade have been identified between the two countries? First and foremost, it was a trade mission, right? To follow up on uh, the joint trade mission that was here. Then we had a follow-up now to go back to Venezuela because f- f- during that JCC, our... Joint Commission. During the Joint Commission, we could not sign the MOU for trade and investment. Other sectors signed theirs. Ours was outstanding. And then also then from there, we committed to, to have a trade mission to go over to Venezuela. We went to look at the areas of cooperation and uh, the specific sectors identified were now one... Um, Trade in in general, exchange of goods and services. Uh, secondly, to look at the possibility of us partnering with our two ports because they they have three ports. We have, uh, uh, of course, Wafish Bay as the bigger one, and uh, we we still want to develop uh, Ridaret and uh, to to now look at the possibility of us trading so that we can use those two ports and there are three ports to transit good either coming to Namibia or for any other destination. Secondly was now to look at their housing. Their social housing projects are very successful of a good model. The infrastructures that they use uh, and the materials they use in terms of constructing houses are cheaper and reasonable that one can replicate from. So we also took our colleagues from Ministry of Urban and Rural, as well as from NHE, to to look at the possibility of of us cooperating in that area. And then, of course, we took uh, colleagues from the Ministry of Agriculture to look at the various uh, agricultural initiatives. As you may know, those countries are very good at uh, agricultural products and uh, animal husbandry. We, we even managed to get an opportunity to visit a farm to look at the... Uh, interesting enough, they farm with goats and uh, sheep to look at the, how they, they produce their meat, how they produce all the byproducts from the, the goat milks. The cheese, the butter, everything else that they produce from the goat is what they consume. And then we, we were to look at also areas of cooperation in terms of, of standards and certifications. And we also came to, to find out some areas that we initially did not go as part of our interest areas to look at. Working on our strategy for advancing our cooling and, and refrigeration sector. Then found that the they sector is advanced, they are even at the level of manufacturing some small items uh, such as uh, ions uh, or boiling water kettles and uh, um, the hair dryers and all these small electrical appliances uh, though that we can go and and um, and, and, and also maybe learn from them. They are starting with a 
small level of uh, refrigeration equipment, and this is now done as uh, value chains between regional value chains between them and Cuba. And there are so many other developed uh, industries. They are value addition to their minerals, uh, to copper, to coffee, to zinc, and they produce glasses and so many other things that we could learn from. We have shared now the two brochures of products the line of products we can possibly either exchange or learn from each other in terms of capacity building for us to be able to add value and produce the same goods here. Looking at employment, what employment benefits would come from this cooperation for the Namibian youth specifically? Venezuela is under heavy and serious sanctions and whatever they are doing is for themselves, by themselves. And, and a good lesson we learn from there is most probably how can we enhance cooperation to, to train our young people and youth, and, 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 and not only youth, but youth and women, to focus on, on, on self-employment. We have learned, especially from the sector that produce coffee, it's all about cooperatives that people, local people, for them to be able to grow, harvest and process this coffee before they export. And it's done at an individual level where you'll find a group of young people or a group of women who have uh, now a plantation they work on and they collaborate with, with another group that would do the value addition and then the coffee is exported. These are lessons that created uh, employment because of the sanctions. The people are mostly self-employed and they are going on about their lives. It's all just normal. And sometimes the medias, the pictures that they paint, you see reality is different. When I was in Venezuela, at no point that I felt that I am in a country that is under sanctions. Mm. Because everything else is going on as normal. People are self-employed. They have their small businesses, small and medium enterprises where they are surviving. Those that are employed, they are employed at their workplaces. But mostly the focus is on self-sustenance through self-employment. Go in a central town and uh, you'll go in your outskirts, just like you would have here, your CBD, you would have your your your, your katutura, where you, you'll find the conglomerate of the businesses that are doing um, tailoring, that are doing uh, um, uh, welding and all other types of work. The setup is more or less the same in my view. The advantage is that just the the colleagues on the other side, they have more natural products than we do because these countries are evergreen. The the food and all other consumable they harvest and and just consume. There are those that they need to add value to, but... uh, they are doing it by themselves. Minister, with housing forming a major social responsibility for government, do you think that enough is being done in these areas through the cooperation to assist the nation with service land and housing? What I can say is that what we learned from the colleagues, that there are mechanisms and modalities of building houses at a cheaper cost. The total cost of house construction that I think is what is outstanding for us. To, to build a house on, on a different model that would cost you 
less than it would ideally cost you. There are various types of materials that we looked at. The housing, uh, some are built with some blocks that are manufactured there locally. And remember, they are also mountainous like us, eh? as we don't use our, our stones from the mountains. Mm. But on the other side, people are cutting those stones and, and have uh, equipment that would model them to to uh, ideal type of bricks that can be used to build and construct houses. And, and these are some of the cheaper models of, of, of using those stones in, in constructing houses. We're about two different uh, outskirts uh, housing projects that we visited that really, really are of a good model that come out on a cheaper cost. Minister, what future developments can we expect between the, the countries, these two countries, as this might be the start of something major in the long run? After signing the MOU, the next uh, stop of a call of duty is for our officials, technical officials, to now operationalize the MOU. The first step we have already ticked off, as we have exchanged the, the potential list of goods and, and services that we can exchange. Now they are going to work on this. Uh, and then, of course, uh, put a, a specific uh, timeline on, on how can we now develop the terms of references of, of our future cooperation. And the timeline given is one month to finalize that the terms of references that would now include the ideal products. Because we say it first and foremost, we just want to focus on the, maybe out of the list, the, the best three. And then the, the rest will be either medium term or long term. But the short term, we we will identify the, the, the three that have niche opportunities and those that are already low-hanging fruits that are, are the ones that we're going to start. And these are the ones we either capacity we have capacity on, and they have uh, capacity on. And then also, at the same time, looking at uh, the flexibility of some other um, kind of, of arrangement. Currently, we do not have visas available for the Venezuelan if they are to come here. We want to also submit to Cabinet as per our report to request for visa exemption or availability of visa on arrival while there's so a greater opportunity in the tourism I think we can capitalize on. They are saying the, the challenge is only so far the requirements of the visa. If maybe they are relaxed, we would see more inflow of tourists to Namibia, which I think is also another niche sector that we can look at collaborating on. We said in one month's time, we would expect now their operational report. The mission report is done with Within the 14 days after the, the trip, but we say it in within the, the 28 days after the mission, we would expect the terms of references in the way forward. Because in February already, we want to start working on, on the first item that we identified as Cebu area of cooperation, as per priority to be set under the terms of references. The lead story was proudly brought to you by Alex Forbes. Alex Forbes, insight, advice, impact.